Decoding Real Estate. Hello and welcome to Decoding Real Estate, a podcast from Realtors Property Resource. I'm host Reggie Nicolay and joining me as always is Jeannie Willett. Today, we're covering topics that are both super exciting and relevant to today's real estate agent. Unlocking the potential of social media and generative AI technology in the world of real estate. The digital landscape is moving so fast. Having a solid social media presence and leveraging AI tools can be a real game changer for agents striving to grow their businesses. And guess what? We have the perfect guest with us today to dive into all the details. Katie Lance, an industry-leading speaker on social media marketing and the author of Get Social Smart. That's right. Katie's expertise in helping real estate pros maximize their online reach while also streamlining their workflows is impressive. We're thrilled to have her on the show, and she's going to share how agents can harness these powerful tools and strategies for incredible success. Yeah, whether you're just beginning to engage in social media or you're already navigating AI-powered platforms like ChatGPT, like a pro, there's always something new to learn when it comes to creating meaningful connections with clients and gaining that competitive edge every agent craves. So get ready as we dive into the topics of social media marketing and generative AI in real estate with Katie Lance. She'll lead us on a thoughtful journey, touching on key points like crafting powerful online messaging, finding the sweet spot between automation and personal touch, as well as how AI like ChatGPT can help create content that strikes a chord with different target audiences. And don't worry, all you forward-looking listeners out there, Katie's got some predictions on how AI is set to reshape real estate marketing in the next half decade, plus tips on what proactive steps agents can take right now to stay ahead of the curve. So buckle up for a lively and invaluable conversation that could turn your marketing approach upside down. Yes, let's jump in, shall we? Welcome to our interview with Katie Lance. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. You know, I feel like we should have had you on a long time ago. Um, you know, for the listeners, Katie and I have known each other for a long time. Um, actually, we're, we're fairly close neighbors here in the you know, East, East uh, Bay of the Bay Area. And um, I've seen Katie's journey in social media over the years, and I can vouch for all the um, educational knowledge she's dropped. And I'm super excited, you know, to talk with you today. And I know you are too, as well, Jeannie. So definitely. Yeah, let's get this interview started. I mean, Katie, you've you've taught so many in the social media space and in real estate industry, and you have your own book, Get Social Smart. You must encounter agents that are unclear about the true value of social for their business. Can you start by offering some insights into how they can maximize the power of social to improve their online presence? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you know, you know, Reggie and Jeannie, social media has changed a lot uh, in the last you know, decade or so, uh, if not longer. And, you know, what was true 10 years ago uh, has changed. But I also think there's some things that haven't changed. You know, real estate is still a relationship business and social media will never replace a handshake, a hug, uh, meeting someone for coffee, meeting someone face-to-face or writing a handwritten note. I just think when done right, 
it only makes things better. It only enhances the relationship. It only enhances being able to keep in touch with people. And I think for a lot of agents, you know, especially agents and brokers who've been in real estate a long time, one of the many challenges is being able to keep in touch effectively with clients over the course of time. And as much as we have the best of intentions and we send out emails and we, you know, send lovely holiday cards and and all kinds of good stuff, you know, social media is social. And so, you know, even if an agent just uses it for a way to keep in touch with their clients, their prospects and, and folks within their sphere, I think that's reason enough <laughs> just to, right. you know, to to be on the platforms and then, you know, taking it to that next level of, of content and putting out helpful content. That's a whole other conversation, which I'm sure we'll probably touch on, but putting out that helpful content also helps to build those relationships and to build trust, which is the name of the game. I love that. So how pivotal do you think a defined social media strategy is for a real estate agent's overall success? And do you have any like winning strategies that you would share with our listeners? That's one of my favorite questions. (laughs) Yes, I definitely think it's important that uh, an agent or broker have a sustainable strategy. And, you know, I always say it's like any other part of their business or any part of your life. If something is important to you, it's going to probably be on your calendar. You're going to have a system. You're going to make it a priority. And I think where it can be a challenge is a lot of times social media becomes this bolt on to someone's business where they bolt it on when they have time. And as we all know, real estate is a little bit like a roller coaster. We have lots of lots of ups and downs. And when an agent's busy and they're rocking and rolling, they're not maybe thinking so much about what should I post to Facebook today, you know, but that's where having a strategy comes into place. And I really like to break it down pretty simply. I think an agent should uh, get it on their calendar. I'm a big believer of time blocking. I really recommend blocking a little bit of time daily, weekly, and monthly um, on a daily basis. I think you know, even if you only have 10 or 15 minutes a day, you take a few minutes a day to, to respond to your notifications, respond to your DMs, to engage with a few people on a meaningful basis. You know, don't just be a drive-by liker, but take a few minutes to engage and interact with people on a weekly basis. Set aside some time, maybe 30 minutes or an hour once a week where you can schedule some of your content. Not everything. Don't set it, forget it, but take a little bit of time and, and use a tool like Meta Business Suite or some of the great tools available to schedule some of your content. And then once a month, set aside some time once a month to create some of your content. Um, and this is where I think it's it's super important. If you can set a, a little bit of time to get on camera, which I know can feel a little challenging for some people, but if you, I always say, if I'm going to do my hair and makeup and record one video, I might as well record like four or five. <laughs> so set aside an hour or two where you're going to batch a bunch. You don't have to post it all at once, but create a bunch of, uh, of content and you know, and that's the type of content you can post over time and repurpose. And over time, that's the type of content that's going to attract people to you, um, you know, versus I would say attract versus chasing leads. So yeah, to get back to your question, having a strategy, I think is super important. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's got to be something you can easily do, just like brushing your teeth every day. But, you know, having a having a, a system, I think is super important. You know, that I loved your answer about time blocking to get that done too, because you're right, you get to expect it and it becomes this time that you get used to doing it and you're training yourself and it's like muscle memory. And so um, I use that for different tasks and it's helped. So I know I was going to say, we talked to Chelsea in our last podcast and um, she talked about how you batch do your reels. And I just started doing reels and I'm totally on board with batch doing them. I agree. <laughs> I'm like my hair and makeup's done. I just switch my shirt and I can get a whole bunch done at once. Like, you know, and it's nice. You feel like you can get, you know, you can kind of get a rhythm to it and then it doesn't feel so overwhelming to try to 
piece it apart too. But I think that's where you're right. Everyone has to kind of come up with the strategy that works for them, what makes most sense in their day and their business, and then just kind of set aside that time. Yeah, super important. You have to prioritize it. And especially and there's with content too, not to go off on too much of a rabbit hole, but I think if you, you might even break it down to a time that you're just creating content. And then if you do any editing, which you don't have to do, but if you want to do video editing, then maybe you do, you know, an hour of creating and an hour of video editing, you know, or a little bit of time where you're going to sit down and write your captions because sometimes it's different parts of your brain, right? Yes. If you're in the zone Definitely. of creating a bunch of stuff. You don't want to stop and go, wait, I want to edit this or find a song. You know, you just want to crank out a bunch of content. So yeah, just getting on your calendar and treating it as, as an appointment, just like anything else that's important. For me, that there's it's like getting in and being creative, but then when I have to do like headlines, that's a whole nother space or like, right. you yeah. know, something like a subject line. Writing uh, a script and like acting in one are two very different yeah. oh, <laughs> fields. Okay, Katie, I want to switch the gears just a little bit on you. Um, something uh, the, I've been seeing you talk more about in the, is generative AI and specifically ChatGPT. Uh, you've really become, I think, a strong advocate for the tool and, and what it can offer agents. Can you elaborate a little bit on your view of how realtors can you know, refine or automate their own messaging to reach a wider audience? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to admit, when ChatGPT first was announced, I think it was back in like November of 2022. My first reaction was, oh no, one more thing. Right. And I feel right. like that is a lot of people's reaction. And I'm in the world of just like you guys are, we're in the world of marketing and, and, you know, real estate and, and, you know, we, and technology, and there's always something, always something new, but this at the risk of sounding corny, I was at, once I tried it the first time I was like, Holy cow, this could be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, it's it's been really fun. We've been doing a lot of training and coaching. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm a big believer in is I don't think an agent needs to know everything about everything. Like if I'm teaching Facebook, you don't need to know every single button that's on Facebook. If you're learning chat GPT, it's the same thing. I think you need to know like the most important things that are actually going to help you do your business better. So I've been really focusing on teaching how to use chat GPT to not necessarily replace you know, like a marketing person, you're not going to replace an assistant or even replace you, but how can you just help do your job a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit more efficient? And I find for a lot of agents, they oftentimes struggle with the copywriting part of their job, right? Writing listings, taking a listing and turning it into a flyer, turning a flyer, turning it into an email, taking an email, making that something that works for Instagram and Facebook. And so that's where I think it can be really helpful. You can go into ChatGPT, as you know, and you know, ask it for something. Hey, can you write me a property description for one, two, three Main Street? But the key is is in how you ask, right? And giving it, it's only as good as the information that you give it. So making sure you're you're detailed with what you're asking, and that, and the more you use it too, you'll understand too how important it is to kind of add your tone and your personality. Do you want it to be more conversational, or are you someone who's really funny and quirky, right? And and a lot of this kind of comes into who you are, like what's your personality like. And working through that with uh, with what you're asking, Chat GPT. So it's it's been really interesting. I think from a listing perspective, but also just from a content perspective. If an agent or broker is stuck with content ideas or uh, you know their video topics, maybe they're newer to real estate. Maybe they've been doing this a long time. It's it's a great place to start. You know, it doesn't like I said, it doesn't replace anybody, but I think it really is a great place to start. And then you can add in your two cents, your expertise, your tone, your personality. Um, and of course, just like anything, I always say, we want to take precautions. We want to make sure that we are, you know, adhering to fair housing, that we're not 
you know, um, violating anything with code of ethics. And so, you know, just like anything, there's a lot of, there's responsibility, responsibility when you use any technology, but same thing with that, with chat GPT. So there's a lot we could talk about that. I feel like that just scratches the surface though. <laughs> I, know, I feel like in uh, two sentences though, you very concisely um, just went over everything that Reggie and I just talked about of, um, you know, fears of AI, fears of being replaced. And then, uh, you know, the ethics behind it and making sure you're using it properly and being careful of how you use it. Um, and I think that's kind of the concern that a lot of people have, you know? Yeah. But I mean, obviously AI is transforming all industries. It's the technology is here. It's in its infancy, but I mean, real estate is no exception. It's here for real estate now. So can you talk about, and you kind of touched on this briefly, but like some ways that AI can help streamline a realtor's workflow and maybe even enhance their client interactions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it can, it can help streamline in a lot of different ways. We're seeing this a lot actually with email. So there's a couple of different ways that you could use it for email. You know, first of all, if you haven't done any kind of email marketing, maybe you're, or maybe you have, and you felt like, oh, I'm not really good at it, or it's not going the way you want it to go. Or maybe you signed up for some service. And just, you know, you're at a point where you're like, I got to fix my, <laughs> my email marketing. We all know how important it is to have a database. I think that's super important. Um, so you can go into chat GBT. You can, you can start, start at the beginning and say, Hey, I am a real estate agent uh, in I don't know, Dallas, Texas. And I have a email database of 200 people, past clients and prospects, you know, write me a list of ideas for email marketing or, you know, come up with a, a few ideas for an email campaign. It can be as basic as that. And, and we can start from there. You could also take something you've already written. And I love to do this a lot. I'll say, okay, I'm going to give you an email. I'm going to copy and paste in here an email that we're sending out to our database this is the audience. I would like for you to rewrite this, make this more compelling, make it more concise, add some bullet points, add a compelling call to action. And so then you can copy and paste something and go and then have it re rewritten. This is great too for listings. If you are want to rewrite a, a listing on the MLS or now you're a new agent taking on a listing and you want to kind of rewrite it, it's great for rewrites. Um, but it's also nice, I feel like for one-to-one -one communication, sometimes we get in situations that are just delicate you know, and we want to come across as knowledgeable, confident. We don't want to sound like a jerk. Right? We want to, but we, we, it's really important that we come across properly. So this is another opportunity where we could say, look, I'm going to give you a situation. This is a situation I'm dealing with it in, in my email. Give me a few ideas for responses, right? Or here's my response. Can you review this and make it more compelling or make it a little bit more assertive or whatever that the, the tone is. So I think there's a few different areas where it can really help with communication. I think, again, you want to be careful with confidentiality. You know, I would be careful if just, you know, blindly copying and pasting emails, maybe remove names or pertinent details uh, to, to for that, you know, uh, client confidentiality. But uh, it can certainly help in a lot of ways. And in fact, I was going to mention there's actually a, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget the name of it. There's a really good Chrome extension that I've been using also called ChatGPT writer, chat GPT writer, which is free if you use Chrome. Um, and that specifically can help you with rewriting emails like one-to-one. -one. So um, that's a fun one to check out. I'll be sounding 15% smarter on every email. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about. 15% right? smarter. I love yeah, that. <laughs> you know, and more organized. No, I love that. Yeah. And I mean, you started to touch on this a little bit. So um, I just want to dig in. So 
And I think what where you're going with, you know, your prompts, essentially, let's talk about that for like your target audiences. How can you use that to um, create content that re- resonates with audiences you're focusing on, like maybe first time home buyers or property investors? Yeah. So I think even before you did chat GPT, what's interesting, I've been having a lot of conversations with agents about this. And if you've never really thought about like, who do you want to work with? Like, who are your people? Um, it's a, it's an important conversation to think about because as you start to go down the road with chat GBT of thinking about content ideas, if you don't start to really think about who you want to work with and who is, who are your people, who are your ideal audience, the content that chat GBT produces for you might feel a little generic and you're going to kind of sound like anybody else in town. So I actually recommend doing a little bit of you know, back work or side work. It shouldn't take a whole lot of time, but, you know, take out a notepad or or a pen or however you, you know, brainstorm and and think about, especially if you've been in real estate a long time, think about the people that you work with that just light you up. You know, you like, they call you and you just can't wait to talk to them. And what is it about them? Alternatively, (laughs) what about the people that you've worked with that you're like, oh, this is just, you know, giving me gray hairs or, or whatever it might be. And it, it, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, we, we can't work with different types of people, but I think it's an important step to think about who do you want to work with? Who are your ideal people? For some people, like you, you know, you mentioned first-time homebuyers. Some people love working with first-time homebuyers and some agents, if they're totally honest, some really don't. It stresses them out. It's, and that's okay. They don't just say that publicly, but right. knowing that and thinking about kind of who your, who your audience is, I think is going to help a lot. And so when it comes time to going to ChatGPT to saying, hey, come up with a list of 10 video ideas that I could uh, create for Instagram or TikTok. Now we can add in a layer of create 10 videos for first-time homebuyers, um, you know, in a sort of friendly conversational tone, uh, make it fun and quirky, something I could add music to. Uh, you know, my main demographic are folks between the ages of, you know, let's make up a number 30 to 40 years old, whatever it might be. And now you're kind of putting in a little bit of context, right? Which I think is key to everything. Like there's no shortage of content that's out there. Right. The difference is in the context, right? So kind of, again, thinking a little bit about who you want to work with, what your audience is, and then putting in some of that context, those parameters into, uh, into chat GPT. Uh, and then just like anything else, especially if you're doing this for social media content or video content, even scripts probably sound like a broken record, but it's so important that you read it and that you just just tweak it ever so slightly to make it make it your own. Because I can already tell, and I bet you guys can tell this already, like I'm already reading stuff on social media and I'm thinking, that's not so-and-so, <laughs> right? You can just tell like, that's not them. So as much as it's great and it does a lot of the heavy lifting, It'll get you like 80% there. You just got to do that other 20%, right? So super important. A hundred percent. Even um, the tools that I played with, I feel like I'll go in there and, and then I read a video script and I'm like, yeah, I would never say it like this. But then it gives <laughs> me, I'm not on a blank page anymore, right? So I'm like, oh, I'll just tweak it to how I speak. And now it sounds oh. like me, but I didn't, I, I didn't sit here for an hour racking my brain of how to just begin. Yeah. That's what um, I love. I absolutely love it. It's like a blueprint. It's like, okay, just get me started. Yeah. And then I can take it from there. Yeah. So I know in your training classes, you place a lot of emphasis on the power of the right words and phrases. Could you tell our listeners some practical advice or examples to strike the right chord with their messaging? 
Yeah, definitely. So I think, um, you know, using the right prompts, right, is is important. And if you start going down this road of, of Googling chat GPT and training, everyone's talking about prompts, which I feel like prompts are just kind of another word for adjectives, right? Remember when we were in elementary school and we learned like you have to have some, you know, descriptive language. And I think that's that's important. So part of this goes back to, again, who you are, you know, what's your tone? Uh I always tell agents, look, you can't be all things to all people. Nobody wants to work with a generalist, right? If, if I needed a, a brain surgeon, heaven forbid, I would want to find the best brain surgeon in town. I'm not going to find like the, you know, the gal that could like do it all. <laughs> so, the jack of all trades. The jack of all trades. Exactly. So uh, in fact, I was doing some coaching this morning and one of, one of the agents said, you know, I've really never thought about that. Like, how do I find my tone? And one of the things that he said to her, I said, you know, you might start, there's a little bit of a Google rabbit hole, but you might start to Google like, personality types, because there's all different types of personality types. If you've never done any research on that, pretty fascinating. And as you read some of that, there's going to be certain types that you're like, oh my gosh, that's me. Or that's definitely not me. And then you may may reach out to a couple trusted friends and colleagues and ask their opinion, you know, because once you have an idea of your tone, your personality, your quote unquote brand, so to speak, that's really going to help you determine what words you should put in. So for some people, it's luxurious. For some people, it's conversational. For some people, it's funny or upbeat or quiet or kind. And I think if you can start to brainstorm a list of, you don't need dozens, but maybe five to seven words that sort of consistently sort of sum up who you are, you know, when you when you come across in a, in a professional way, that's going to help you tremendously. So now instead of just saying, write a property description, you could say, write a property description, but do so in a kind, but confident and upbeat voice right? So you're still asking for what you want. And you're, you're also telling ChatGPT, like, what's the goal? What's the, who's the audience? And then you're adding in your personality, your tone. So it's kind of those three steps of what are you asking for? Who's, who's this for, right? What's the goal? And then the personality piece of it. It's so powerful. I don't know why everyone's not trying it like right now, but they, you <laughs> right. know, definitely there aren't, but you can see where there's also um, probably some balance you need to find, you know, with all the automation, how do you strike a personal touch? Sure. So do you have thoughts on that? I mean, how does a realtor not lose their authentic connection when they're, you know, engaging with, with the prospects when they have tools like ChatGPT? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's important. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've seen a, um, a fair amount of agents go, no, I'm not going to do it. Or just there's the hesitancy. And I I think part of it, I almost relate it to every stage of technology. I mean, I remember when, you know, we went from like the big MLS book to how things are now and everyone got websites and then people were blogging and we had email and then Facebook and like, like it's every sort of step along the way, there's, there's a little bit of that fear of like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we're going to get replaced. Who's going to need us. Right. Or I don't need this because, you know, I'm I'm a human. I'm going to show up, and I think both can be true. I think you can be proficient in technology. I don't think you have to use every single bell and widget, but I think you have to. You can be proficient enough so your clients know that you're going to take care of them from a technology perspective. But you can also show up and and be a human and be the best human <laughs> there is. And I, again, as I said before, I don't think there's anything that replaces taking ten minutes a day to make sure you respond to your DMs in a personal way. There's nothing that's going to replace you showing up on an Instagram story a few times a week or you showing up on video, right? Even though you might use ChatGPT to, to write a script or to help you with maybe the caption, 
like you can't wait as of right now you can't clone yourself (laughs) you know you you, you're you right and there's that personal aspect there's there's the you saying oh my gosh it's reggie's birthday like i'm going to text him right now or i'm going to send him a video or just those little teeny personal things right you see at someone's birthday you pick up the phone or you send them a you know a card in the mail or whatever it might be and I think it's balancing the technology and using it as a way, again, to work smarter, not harder, Yeah. but just knowing it's not like an either or, you know? And maybe it really gives you time back in your day to have more of the authentic personal touch yeah. that you might not have had time before when you were staring at that blank page for an hour and couldn't come <laughs> up with anything to write, you know? You, you, know um, you, you actually make a really good point because I have felt like and I'm in the business of marketing and I've been using it, you know, for, for marketing, but yeah, it gives you extra time. It, you know, give, imagine if you had an extra hour to make 10 one-on-one phone calls, right. Or to shoot another you know, video or two or whatever, or write three more thank you notes. Like it gives you that time back for sure, which is, which is huge. So looking ahead, how do you see AI reshaping real estate marketing in the next like five years? And what proactive steps do you think realtors can take now to stay ahead of the curve? Well, we're already seeing ChatGPT and AI integrated into so many platforms that agents know and love. I know RPR. I just got a little sneak peek of something pretty awesome that I'm sure we'll be talking about at some point. Um, And it's really cool to be able to see how it's integrated into so many tools. You know, um, Google has its own version of of ChatGPT called Bard. I mean, it's integrated into many different CRMs and different marketing, um, you know, marketing platforms and technology platforms. I would say, you know, the good news is this. Once you start to learn it, it's it's very easy to pick up. You know, the, the key is, I think, learning some of the things we talked about today, like the prompts and how to ask better questions, how to get organized with all this content you're creating, right? Those are all additional conversations. But I would say for any agent listening, just start, you know, just start trying it out. And by the way, if you Google ChatGPT, there's like a million different sites. So what I'm referring to is just chat.openai dot com, uh, chat.openai.com. That's as of the recording of this podcast, it's free. <laughs> uh, they also have a mobile app, which is as of right now, only available for iPhone and in the US, but I'm sure that's something that'll expand at some point, but start playing around with it, you know, start, you know, maybe using some of the, the, the things that we talked about today. If you don't have a listing, well, pretend like you do, you know, imagine you having a listing and, and look at some of the stuff you could create. If you struggled with social media posts, or you struggled with video content, start trying out some of the things that we've talked about today doesn't mean you have to use them but just getting more comfortable seeing what uh what's available even some of the ideas with email i think is an easy way to start as well um and you know it's it's one of those things it's i don't think it's going away <laughs> anytime soon i think we're going to continue to see it um you know through social media through different platforms so it, it's it's really in its infancy so it it couldn't be a better time than now to to just start just try it out you know, just today, uh, you mentioned Bard and it jarred my memory. Uh, just today, I opened up my personal Google Docs, not in the corporate uh, Google Docs, but uh, Bard is now front and center on my blank page asking me wow. if I'd like help getting started. I was a little spooky. I mean, how long wow. were you sitting there with the blank page before? <laughs> you- <laughs> well, I thought to myself, okay, I've got a call in 10 minutes. You know, squirrel, I mean, am I going to have a squirrel moment and complete? But, you know, um, it's it's interesting, you know, maybe the future, you don't ever start with a blank page. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, these times are a changing. 
Well, Katie, I want to get your take on something we've been working on at RPR. So we just introduced this feature that, that blends chat GPT with some key market indicators from the market trend section of RPR, things like months of inventory and list to sold price percentage and days on the market. And so this new chat tool is basically creating video scripts that are personalized to the member. They're creating some social media text that can be used with the charts on social and even some text to analyze those metrics and talk about, you know, how they correlate with each other. So, you know, my question to you is knowing the challenge, you know, that's out there in the market and all the consumer confusion. What's your take on a tool like this? Do you think it's something that can actually simplify the agent's workflow to, you know, how do you see it being used? Yeah, absolutely. I know you gave me a little sneak peek before we uh, we went live here on the call. It was really cool to see it live and in, in action. It's interesting because I, I do think that there's a lot of value in being able to use a tool like ChatGPT to talk about market data. I know for me personally, when I see a bunch of numbers I'm just not really a numbers person. So my eyes tend to glaze over, right? Right. Uh, and even if you are a numbers person, I think sometimes with market data, it can be hard to explain. If you're talking to another agent, you know, they understand all the terminology, but there's often a lot of terminology, like days on market and medium home price. And you know, to us, it's like, well, of course we know what that means, but a lot of people don't know what, what does inventory mean and, and, and this and that. So what's challenging right now about ChatGPT is you, it's it's really difficult to pull market data directly from ChatGPT because it's not connected to the internet as of right now. Of course, there's there's different plugins you can use that, that will assist with that. Um, and, you know, and an agent could go to their MLS or association now for some of that data. But I do think it's pretty cool that you guys have it all in one spot. <laughs> so they could just log in and look at it. Uh, and then, you know, if you go through a few clicks of a button, be able to create something that, you know, explains what those numbers mean, whether it's a video script or an email or social media post. So, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting to see. I'm, I'm not paid to say this, but I thought it was really exciting to see. <laughs> and I hope more companies follow suit, honestly. Like, I just feel like, again, if you talk about efficiency and time management and, you know, just having a tool that makes your job easier, I just would imagine that, you know, it's kind of a win-win all around. And, and we really hope what you said earlier agents do, and that's, you know, um, make it their own. Um, yeah. take, take, take what's there is maybe it's your 80% complete, but put in a little extra to make it customized even more, you know, yeah. is there something you say, is there something you always sign off or on with whatever it is? Um, yeah. And one tip I would say too, for that, and, and mm -hmm. Jeannie, you actually said this earlier. I don't even know if you realized you said this, but I caught it. And, and you were saying like, when you say something out loud, you can really tell if that's you or not. Because it's one thing to read it, but like, you know, especially like with the market reports with RPR or anything with chat GPT, if you get it and go, oh, that sounds good. But then if you say it out loud and go, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe I need to tweak it a little bit. You know, that that is one way to kind of I do always, double check yourself. <laughs> I do always do that because um, every once in a while, someone else writes something that I read here. And then I'll, I'll read it out loud and be like, oh, that feels really, really awkward. <laughs> like, I would never say that like that. I don't even know how to say that. And like, this is what I would say. And then I just, right. you know, but you're right. That's a, it's a really good, the way you read and the way you speak are very different. Yeah, for sure. Like, what's that word? No. Right. <laughs> exactly. Wait a minute, I would never say it like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, so you've had a lot of tips today. Do you have something that like packages this up into some little checklist that maybe we could get out to the listeners? 
I do. Thank you for asking. All right. What do you got? <laughs> yes. Well, I've been asked a lot about this, you know, just over the past few weeks and a few months, of course. And uh, like you said, I, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. So yeah, we have a free resource. Um, if anyone who's listening goes to katielance.com, K-A-T-I-E-L-A-N-C-E.com and then forward slash chat GPT. Um, so katielance.com slash chat GPT. Um, it's just a free checklist that we put together. It's a multiple page PDF. You'll go to that link, put your name and email in, and then we'll send it to you. Um, and it's just, it's got a lot of great ideas and tips of how agents can use it for social media, for their listings, for video ideas, lots of do's and don'ts, some prompt ideas. So whether someone's new at ChatGPT or they've been using it for a while, um, it's a, it's definitely a helpful resource. So yeah, I would invite anybody listening to uh, to check it out. And then message me. Let me know, you know what you thought, if you have questions, how we can make it better. Uh, always open to that. <laughs> Wonderful. That sounds like such a great resource. And you as well, a great resource. Katie, this has been such a fantastic and insightful discussion today. Thank you. Thank you both so much. This was so much fun. There is no doubt that social media and AI technologies like ChatGPT are transforming the real estate landscape and providing agents with powerful tools to reach and engage their prospects and clients. Stay tuned for future episodes of Decoding Real Estate for more tips and strategies on leveraging these innovations to streamline your workflows, enhance client interactions, and thrive in the ever-evolving world of real estate marketing. Until next time. 